Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome in to Vern's Post Game Show. Massey not stopping in second and slides into third with a two-run triple. Here's Josh Vernier. Wow. Well, uh... I, I, I guess check another one off the bingo card. I know this team loses a lot of games. Uh, but, man, they, they somehow keep finding a new way to go about uh, achieving those losses. Uh, sure do have a way about them to find new painful ways to have us spend our evenings. Holy cow. Phone lines are open for you. 913-586-7610. That's 913-586-7610. Royals lead 4-1, heading to the bottom of the seventh inning. They lose 6-4. It's their 26th blown lead loss of the season. Yes, that's the most in Major League Baseball. Now, if you want to dissect the game, I'm more than happy to do that. We can talk about Taylor Clark. I'll go over that seventh inning. He wasn't good. He wasn't awful. Home plate umpire Will Little wasn't good. Wasn't awful either. Yeah, Jordan Lyles. It's unfortunate, isn't it? The Royals now 0-15 in games in which Jordan Lyles makes an appearance. Now they've all been starts, so 15 straight starts to start the season, all of them with his team coming out on the losing end. That, my friends, is a new Major League Baseball record. Okay, do you want to talk about Jordan Lyles? Because I don't. Do you want to talk about Taylor Clark? Okay, maybe his trade value takes a slight hit because he's unable to put out the fire. Unable to put up a zero without a clean frame. I certainly don't want to talk about the home plate umpire. I'll tell you that right now because there's no way to send out a signal that our team lost than whining about officiating. Now, I understand if you don't want to talk about Bobby Witt Jr. going two for three, stealing a base, drawing a walk, hitting a homer. I understand if you don't want to talk about the positives. For God's sakes, Vern, they're 19 and 53, right? You don't want to talk about positives. You don't want to talk about Michael Garcia reaching base safely for the 13th game in his last 15 appearances. Michael Garcia hitting 278 in that stretch with an OPS of 766. Okay, he hits a big two-out, two-run home run to put the Royals up 3-0. Nick Prado, two-out double to start the final scoring session for the boys. That's... Now, it doesn't go as a Bobby Witt Jr. RBI when Prado comes around to score the fourth and final run, but that run scored because of Bobby Witt Jr. Putting the ball in play, having that special speed down the first baseline, forcing the errant throw from Zach Short 
allowing Nick Prado to turn third base and come home and give the Royals a 4 nothing lead. 4 nothing head into the bottom of the fifth inning. Edward Olivares. Edward Olivares gives Detroit their first run as... I don't know what he's doing. But this is game 72, and I've seen him screw things up in left field at least a dozen times. I don't want to talk about that, do you? You want to chat about Jordan Lyles losing again or Edward Olivares booting one in the outfield again? I don't. To me, what matters tonight, Bobby, Garcia, Prado, and to the negative, MJ Melendez, three punch outs, a borderline call with that strikeout in the eighth, but... Hey, man, two on, one out. You're down in the count, one, two. You can't wait for the opposition to help you out. You need to be aggressive. You're the one hitting in the cleanup spot. I need more from MJ. Need more from MJ. Um, I, I do have a question for you, though. And listen, if you want to talk about Lyles, you want to talk about the home plate umpire, you can discuss whatever you want. The phone lines are open for you. I'm not trying to scare you away. I'm just giving you my opinions. Again, the phone number, just like the text line number, 913-586-7610. Again, 913-586-7610. Looking at the text line, there's a few people I'm truly worried about. Uh, text line's answering this question for me, but it still hurts, right? You know, I, I, heard, I heard Joel Goldberg moments ago on Valley Sports Kansas City saying this is one that hurts, uh, you know, more than most this season, and there have been a lot, 53 of them. 53 losses in the first 72 games, and yet the sting tonight does feel unique. 913-586-7610. I'm also interested um, in what our buddy Rob Collins of Fox 4 just posted on Twitter. Now, it's a very straightforward poll question. Royals are now 19-53, and and... The always dapper Rob Collins asks, how many games do you think the Royals will win this season? 55 or more? 50 to 40, uh, 50 to 54? You understand how polls work. Right now, the Royals are on pace to go 43 and 119. That would tie the 2003 Detroit Tigers for the worst record in American League Baseball history. It puts them just one game off the pace of the 1962 Mets. If you're any sort of baseball historian, holy crap. The 62 Mets? Are you kidding? Are they going to avoid that? You know, I, we need, I need to be serious about this. Because I'm the guy that sits here after each and every game and tells you it's not getting better. These guys aren't going to get, the guys that were in the lineup tonight aren't going to get healthier as the season progresses. We got 90 games to go. Bubich is done. Vinny's done. Massey will hopefully return. Isbell and Yarbrough and hopefully Angel Zerpa. So, Help could be on the way, but by the time help arrives, is everyone else still standing? Aroldis Chapman's not going to be here in two months. Aroldis Chapman might not be here in one month from now. You don't become a better team by losing that cyborg. Who knows who else departs? Lopez, Clark, Hernandez, Barlow, Olivares, who knows? But if they're on the team right now, that means they're likely the best you got. So if I don't believe it's going to get better, I'm saying that this is pacing to be, or this will be, 
the worst team the American League has ever seen, record-wise, and quite possibly the worst team baseball's ever seen. In the 162-game campaign, okay, you got to put that in there. In a 162-game season, so that's not dating back to the 1800s or even the 1930s. But it's still a very long time. A very long time. 913-586-7610. That's the phone number. Text line is there as well. 913-586-7610. Let's head to Independence. Josh, you're hitting the lead off tonight. Go ahead, buddy. Hey, Vern. Um, you know, obviously they're L tonight. Uh, but I don't really want to talk about that. Um, I actually called in about last week. And I remember you mentioning people who got you into baseball. And you mentioned Buck O'Neill. Yeah. And I actually had the pleasure of meeting him before he passed away whenever I was about five years old. Um, I actually have a picture of him uh, with me and him. I was sitting on his lap. Um, and I think maybe like a week or so later, he passed away and I went to go to the Negro Leagues Museum for a ceremony of his. So I, whenever I called in, I forgot to say that I was really, really bummed, but really thankful you took my phone call tonight. And I hope you have a great night. Thanks. Thanks for sharing that story, man. I am... Uh, you know, envious, I don't like that word. But how cool is that? Man. You know, I, I don't even want to say it's a regret because I, I wasn't in control of, of when I came to Kansas City and, of course, when the Hall of Famer Buck O'Neill passed. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, Ken Burns baseball, that comes out. I'm a 10, 11-year-old. The game's just been ripped away by the greedy owners right the strike yeah and then uh, Ken Burns introduces an 11 year old kid in the suburbs of southeastern Michigan introduces me to Buck O'Neill yeah that uh, that Ken Burns baseball my grandfather recorded it off television onto VHS's to give to me and I'll never forget and scripted on that VHS to a great spirited ball player so, you know, I get that from my grandfather, and I'm thinking, okay, so I'm the next Alan Trammell. He believes I'm a great-spirited ball player. I'm the next Travis Fryman or whoever it was for you. Those, those were my guys. Now, that's a great story. I appreciate that. And, and speaking of Buck O'Neill, you know, legacies all over the game. But here in Kansas City, it's, of course, the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum. And a quick reminder about tomorrow's third annual Cody and Gold Garage Sale. 100% of the proceeds will benefit the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum. And I saw Alex Gold tweeted this out earlier today, so I guess I should update this. Bidding begins at 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. Just go to 610sports.com. You can preview all the items that are going to be up for the silent auction online. Uh, you can view them all right now, and I was honestly floored at the amount of quality that they have. Because this whole thing started, right, three years ago with them just rummaging through their basement and everybody that worked at 610 Sports Radio, we would show up with whatever freebies and handouts that we had sitting around. Uh, now we got some, I mean, obviously the, 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 the prize is a private tour of the museum with Bob Kendrick leading the way for you and 10 of your friends. But they also have game-used baseballs from Kauffman Stadium, signed baseballs from some of your favorite Royals, uh, signed bats, signed Royals jerseys, uh, an hour of radio time at Odyssey. You can go have beers with Bink. You can go to a Monarchs game in the owner suite, play wiffle ball at the hollow against Cody's entire family, Whit Merrifield's old suitcase, which is autographed by Whit. They got bobbleheads and so much more. So, again, check it out right now, 610sports.com. And, again, the bidding begins tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. Oh, you're listening for the Royals? Yeah, they lost again, 6-4 the final score. We get back to your thoughts after this. Burns Post Game Show on your home for Royals baseball, 610 Sports Radio, and the Odyssey app. Welcome back to Vern's Post Game Show. Here's Royals insider Josh Vernier. 
6-4 the final score. Royals drop the opener of this seven-game road trip, falling in Detroit by a final score of 6-4. Royals led 4-0 after, uh, or led 4-0 heading to the bottom of the fifth, led 4-1 heading to the bottom of the seventh, but a five-run seventh inning does the boys in. We can dissect that frame if you so choose. Phone lines are open for you, 913-586-7610. Let's go to Marysville. Jim, you're on 610 Sports Radio. Go ahead. Yes, Vern. Hey, Vern, I want to talk about MJ Melendez. I don't, you know, he reminds me of a guy that's batted right-handed all his life, and now he's... Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. He's decided to bat left-handed <laughs> because he looks terrible up there. Oh, What's he down to? Two fifteen again? Uh, I think. That... I can uh, I can double check that for you. Uh, yeah, Jim Melendez is hitting two fifteen, an OPS of six fifty three. All right, what did he hit last year? You remember? Uh, no, I certainly don't remember, but I can pull it up in a well. Uh, split I mean, second. you know, I think it was around two fifteen again, and and you know, I don't. And yet they he, they try to out there every night, and you hold your breath out there when they hit him the ball. Um, and, you know, we've got all these outfielders now all of a sudden. Why don't we just sit him down? <laughs> I just – I don't understand it. So, Well, um, is he any worse thanks. than Olivares? Well, Olivares hits the ball on occasion. No, yeah, no, but he's he not gives a, the runs right back on defense. Yeah, I agree. I agree, but – but are are you a big fan of Melendez? Well, I mean, big fan. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, uh, I I wouldn't go that far. But for a 24-year-old, he certainly has a lot of power. And sadly, today's game's about strikeout, walk, and home run. And th- that, that that's what he does. He strikes out, he walks, and he hits home runs. Now, the yeah. home runs have been few and far between. Either those pick up or, or you're... Your desires may soon become reality. Yeah, okay. All right. Thanks, Fern. Thank you. Appreciate the phone call. MJ last season in just over 530 plate appearances. Hit 217 with an OPS a shade above 700. This year in just about half the plate appearances. Uh, almost an identical batting average. Just a touch worse. Now 215. And his OPS is more than 50 points lower. You dive into the numbers, and last season, MJ Melendez was basically a league average hitter. This year, far below. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and defend um, his performance. You know, same thing as I've been saying, well, that's not true. You know, Jordan Lyles is kind of a, 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 a different conversation. Um, the thing that MJ has going for him is he's yet to turn 25. Edward Olivares is smack dab in the middle of his prime. MJ's probably a year and a half away. Uh, the other outfielders, Dyrone Blanco is 30. 
Right? He's at the very tail end of his prime and just making it to the big leagues. Drew Waters is your center fielder. We all agree with that, but we're talking about corner guys. Matt Beatty is another option. Yeah. Matt Beatty's waved goodbye to his prime. You know, Samad Taylor was at second base, but there's another option. He's 24. I'm happy watching him. Kyle Isbell will hopefully be back in the next week or so. So uh, no, Isbell could allow MJ Melendez to get a breather here and there. MJ strikes out staring at a slider in the second inning. Uh, draws a walk after falling behind 0-2. Nice walk in the fourth. Swings through a changeup in the sixth and stares at a two-seamer down and away. Painted, very nice pitch from Tyler Alexander. Nonetheless, it's a strikeout, his third of the night. MJ goes 0 for 3, drawn that walk, coming around to score on Michael Garcia's two-run blast, his second home run of the season. A first-pitch slider from Reese Olsen. Garcia rips it inside the left-field foul pole for a 411-foot big fly. Phone lines are open, 913-586-7610. We'll hear from Jordan Lyles coming up in just a moment, and I'll clarify the, I don't even have to. Uh, we'll discuss Jordan Lyles and why I think he carries way too much of the ire of Royals fans and has for way too long. We'll get to that in a moment. But first, Mike in Overland Park. Mike, you're on 610 Sports Radio as the Royals lose 6-4. Go ahead. Burn. I think, and the data will back me up, we are blowing leads at a terrible rate for a team that doesn't have an offense like they did Saturday and comeback ability. You know that. Yes. Our starting pitching, if, we're, if we get four or five good innings, and that would be about two times to the order, if you push that, I see it over and over again, uh, our, our Sixth-inning ERAs are just outrageous on the starting staff. However, if you let the bullpen come in, not when there's a man on and two men on and nobody out like tonight, then you let a guy start an inning with nobody on, and he can work through and he to make a mistake, have a walk or hit, and not blow the lead. It just boggles my mind that doing this. Yeah, for but that's how a bullpen years, gets wiped out. But, raise, but no, and I understand Carlos that, but let's have a conversation. Yeah, okay. Well, he doesn't have the talent that he had with the Rays, but let's have a it conversation. It doesn't matter. You don't. You, you're blowing leads in the sixth inning every night. All you need to do is go to the bullpen a little bit early, let them take over at the top of the inning, not when somebody gets a troll. I've noticed this. Denny Matthews noticed this yeah, in the 70s. Yeah, we all notice it, man. Yeah, we all do. We all understand okay, how, so the how do we fix works. It? Get better players. Get better pitchers. No, use the bullpen. Okay, okay. All right, when the I... Wolves have a lead. Okay. All right. Well, then you got it figured out. You've made your point, and I appreciate it. Thanks, Mike. Opens up a phone line for you, 913-586-7610. Now, Mike chose not to have a conversation, just wanted to shout at someone, and that's my job. I appreciate him listening. Uh, now... As someone that has watched all 72 games and has listened to Denny Matthews um, as much as anyone over the past decade, I will point you to this 2023 pitching staff, and let's go over this rotation real quick. Okay, Jordan Lyles is a guy that, on average, gives you five and two-thirds innings. And as you know, leads the world in ERA and uh, you know, he's now second in Major League Baseball in home runs allowed. Okay, so you want to cut him off at five innings. All right. On average, Zach Granke's giving you about five and a third innings every time he takes the ball. You want to cut him off at five. Okay. Brady Singer, on average, is giving you less than five innings per start. So you want to cut him off at four. Okay. Uh, who are the other starting pitchers? Well, uh, Daniel Lynch. Okay, Daniel Lynch has been here for... A month now. And on average, he's given you just over five innings every time he takes the ball. So you want to cut him off at five. And then they don't have a number five. They just DFA'd Mike Myers. Let's say it's Austin Cox. We don't know what Austin Cox has, can do, will do, when to pull him. Okay. So every single day you're going to get five innings from this pitching staff that is 
statistically uh, one of the three worst in Major League Baseball. You're going to put four innings on this bullpen every single night. A bullpen, mind you, that no doubt has studs in Aroldis Chapman and Scott Barlow. Taylor Clark, I still like Taylor Clark, and you're right, man. Maybe you give him a clean seventh inning. Maybe he throws zeros up. Maybe. Maybe things turn out differently if home plate umpire Will Little calls strike three on McKinstry there with one out and a man on first base rather than calling it a ball two, and that leads to a walk, and two batters later, it's a three-run home run. Okay, so outside of Barlow, Clark, Chapman, and let's throw Carlos Hernandez in there. Okay, so there's your four. Tomorrow, Daniel Lynch, you go five, and we go Clark, Hernandez, Chapman, Barlow, celebrate in the clubhouse, Royals win, even up this series. Nice. Brady Singer then pitches the next day. After he gives you five, or shoot, no, Brady's the one that we only want four from. Okay, so Brady goes four. Now we need five innings. Who you going to? Brooks Krisky? Jose Quas and Nick Whitgren, or are we running it right back? Hernandez, Clark, Chapman, Barlow, celebrate. And then the next day, Austin Cox, we give him five. Who are you going to? Quit being so soft. How about, Brady, go out there and pick your team up? How about, Jordan Lyles, you're the second highest paid player on the team. We got to baby these guys, Mike. Yeah, Tampa does it. You know why Tampa does it? Because they got Shane McClanahan going seven innings every five days. Blake Snell before that and Charlie Morton. We can go on and on with the type of Cy Young talent pitching that they have down there in Tampa. Do you watch the games? Do you see the free agent signing of Zach Eflin down there? Do you know the quality of pitchers that they have down there? You think that's reflected on this pitching staff? The game has a pulse, Mike. They're human beings with blood flowing through their veins. This game's not played on paper. He's done this before. He's pulled Lyles and given it off to the bullpen with a clean inning. And you know what? They're 19-53. and 53. You think you're breaking news here? You think that Q and Sweeney and Hoover and the rest of this coaching staff don't know what you're saying? You, you think it's, it, 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 it's one switch and what? Where's the record if they follow your brilliant teachings, Mike? What's the record? 21 and 51? Get real. Ty and Sedalia, you're on 610 Sports Radio. Go ahead. How's your day going today, Vern? I'm doing all right, buddy. It was nice seeing you at the ballpark yesterday. It was nice seeing you yesterday. And also, thank you for all the stuff that you gave me. No, it was my it, pleasure. Nice seeing you. Hey, you know, today, today's loss, it kind of hurt, man. But, mm -hmm. you know, I don't want to talk about the negatives, you know. All we hear is negative, negative, negative. You know, Bobby Witt had a very nice night today going two for three, launching that bomb 442 feet. And, you know, Lyles, you know, that was a pretty good start today for Jordan Lyles with a six innings for Jordan Lyles today. I was pretty impressed. But, you know, listening to the radio broadcast, you know, Jake Eisenberg was talking about somebody pushing up a boulder up a hill. And right when you get to the top, you lose it and it falls back down to the ground. and, and you know, that's kind of like what happened today. We thought Lyles was going to get that first win, and, you know, that boulder fell straight down to the ground, and we blew it. Yeah. But, you know, we got to focus on the positives, even though, yes, we got so many losses this season, but we got to try to focus on the positives. Well, here's the thing, Ty. I appreciate the phone call. No one has. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. 
Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Has to do anything. If there's Royals fans that want to focus on the negative, there's plenty for them. They're 19 and 53, and even in good seasons, this sports, this game, uh, this 162-game march through the summer offers plenty of negatives. No, Ty, you're making the decision to focus on the positives. There's, I don't think there's anything wrong with either path. Being negative, being positive, it's just a, it's just a choice of how long you want to remain frustrated. Royals bullpen this season has an ERA just a shade under five. That's third worst in Major League Baseball. Royals pitching tonight allows six runs. Royals pitching has allowed at least six runs in more than 40% of their games. They've lost 12 of 13, and they dropped the opener in Detroit tonight. 6-4, the final score. We get back to your thoughts, and we'll hear from Jordan Lyles after this. Burns Post Game Show on your home for Royals baseball, 610 Sports Radio, and the Odyssey app. Welcome back to Vern's Post Game Show. Here's Royals insider Josh Vernier. 6-4, the final score. Royals drop the opener in Detroit. Game two comes your way tomorrow afternoon. I'll be on the air with the on-deck show beginning at 4.30. A nice little two-day stretch here in Detroit. Daniel Lynch pitches tomorrow, and then Brady Singer in the finale on Wednesday afternoon. And uh, maybe it's just me, but it's a little bit easier to show up when Lynch is pitching or Singer is pitching. They're younger Right. Uh, look, Granky's my age. Granky's like six, seven days younger than me. Uh, that doesn't excite me because I don't believe he's going to be there when they win again. Same with Jordan Lyles. But Singer, even if he's not here, he could be a trade piece. Same with Daniel Lynch. Maybe we get a chance to see Austin Cox in the opener down in Tampa coming up on Thursday afternoon. Maybe. So looking forward to seeing Lynch, looking forward to watching Brady Singer. Always think he's got a little something extra for the Detroit Tigers. Ty and Sedalia mentioned Bobby Witt Jr., who has been rolling here in the month of June, hitting 323 in the 16 games in June. OPS of 825. Bobby takes a 1-1 fastball middle in and blasts it. 442 feet in the fourth inning. His 12th home run of the season puts the Royals on top 1-0. He would single in the fifth with two out and Prado on second base. Bobby hits a grounder to the left side. Zach Short, the Tigers shortstop, um, rushes the throw, bounces it. Bobby reaches on what goes down as an infield single, but the errant throw allows Prado to come around and score. So no RBI from Bobby, but you and I know it was because of Bobby. He draws an eight-pitch walk in the eighth inning and is stranded on third with, well, he was on third with only one out. MJ goes down looking, and Edward Olivares rolls over one in the eighth inning. Royals' last best chances. At that point, they were down two, had the tying run on first in the form of Dyron Blanco, but Melendez goes down looking and Olivares grounds out to end the threat. 913-586-7610, that's the phone number. That's also the text line number. That stolen base tonight for Bobby was his 22nd. That's fourth most in Major League Baseball. Let's go to the text line. The Jays Southland Tow Service text line. From the 913, Vern, I'm past the point of being upset or disappointed. I'm apathetic, and that's way worse. I just feel like this is what we do. Well, if you mean losing, well, that's certainly what they do this season. Uh, but I'm going to disagree. I don't think you're apathetic because I don't think you would eat, well, unless you're driving around. Maybe if you're a truck driver, you're driving home from work, or you're driving to work, okay, maybe, yeah, maybe you are. It's just always my opinion. If you listen to this show, right, th this game's been over for more than an hour. If you're listening to me prattle on and yell at Mike from Overland Park, you're not apathetic. You still love this team. You still, you still got something in you. Apathy would have you listening to the competitor. But please don't do that. Please stay right there. And, and, and while you're there, uh, subscribe and, and, and 
download the Odyssey app and, yeah, subscribe to the All Things Vern podcast. Please send it people away. Uh, From the 785, Vern, I feel bad for all that smack talk I gave to Dayton Moore. Jim and Leewood writes in, Vern, it's time to look forward. Let's do the best we can in the draft. Well, we got to be better than Dayton Moore's drafts. Let's hang on to Salvi, Witt, Pasquantino, and Massey and move on. Everyone else's trade possibility. We just need to start with some new players. We need new blood, signed Jim in Leewood. He's a fan of Bobby and Vinny, who were drafted in 2019 in Dayton Moore's front office. Massey also in 2019, and pretty sure Salvi would be elsewhere if not for Dayton Moore. Is I don't know too many people that were keen on that extension, that big money extension for Salvador Perez. I think most people were against it within the organization. Most people outside of Dayton Moore were against it. So the guys you like are here because of Dayton. But yeah, a big picture, a lot of bad drafts, no doubt, no doubt. Jay Southland Tow Service text line 913-586-7610. Cheryl writes in, Vern, I'm in total disbelief. What is it going to take before we hear from Mr. Sherman? Well, I uh, I know last year around the All-Star break, Mr. Sherman was kind enough to sit down with me. We had a nice 30, 40-minute conversation. I'm hoping we get a chance to do that again this year around the All-Star break. Um, so we'll see. We'll, we'll see. If, if we get to August and you haven't heard anything from ownership, I'll be with you. But I'm fully expecting that we'll hear from John Sherman, whether it's on 610 Sports Radio, on television, in the Kansas City Star, MLB.com. Personally, I feel confident that we will. Joey in Grain Valley simply says he can't take it anymore, and yet he's always listening. Joey, love you. Thank you. Henry from Topeka. Vern, I really can't blame this loss on one person. Bottom line, Royals played a B-minus game, and the Tigers played a B game. Interesting. Uh, obviously, yeah, no no doubt, neither team played an A game. Uh, yeah, the, the, the errant throw from... Now, you know what? Their error was because of Bobby's speed. The Royals' error was a, a mental error, as if you missed it. Two outs, man on first, bottom of the fifth inning, Royals up 4 nothing. Jake McKinstry, the leadoff hitter for Detroit, hits a soft fly ball into shallow left field. Edward Olivares charges, is kind of caught in between. Do I let it drop? Do I dive? Do I slide? He just charges after it. It bounces, and he's still running in. He tries to knock it down, but instead it misses his glove, misses his hands, goes through his legs, and rolls halfway to the wall. The runner on first, the slow-footed catcher of the Detroit Tigers, comes all the way around to score. McKinstry's on second base. The Tigers are on the board. They would score five more in the seventh inning and win this thing 6-4. So I think Detroit had the better defense tonight. Royals, or excuse me, Detroit had the better bullpen tonight, right? You know, offense, I'd say, was, now you know what, I'm with you. Yeah, they played a B game, Royals played a B minus game, because look, Jordan Lyles did his job, six innings, three runs on six hits, only one walk, three strikeouts. Lyles has now given the team at least six innings in each of his last three starts. And you really needed to be locked into this game it's a it, it's a classic baseball game because you can't really make many declarative statements. Now, Taylor Clark wasn't good, no doubt, 
but you can't tell the story of Taylor Clark without telling the story of home plate umpire Will Little. And you can't do that without talking about Jordan Lyles. Can't talk about the Royals offense without the good of Bobby and Garcia and Prado, but also without the bad of MJ. And you can't talk about the bad of MJ without mentioning the nice walk that he took in the fourth inning, setting the stage for Michael Garcia's two-run home run. Plenty of good, plenty of bad. And as Henry from Topeka correctly states, a B-minus game. Henry, I could have saved us a lot of time by just agreeing with you and moving on. But, but you know me. Dan and KCK thought it was going to be Jordan Lyle's first win. Yeah, we sure did, Dan. We all did. Instead, it's now 15 straight starts to open up the season in which Lyles is on the hill and the result is a Royals loss. It is a new Major League Baseball record. And just like he has after the previous 14 starts, Jordan Lyles standing at his locker after the game answering the questions from Annie Rogers of MLB.com and the rest of the Kansas City media on Bally Sports Kansas City. There's some ups and downs. Um, I feel like I say it every time I talk to you after the game. Um, I thought we threw it pretty well. Um, it was fun working with Salvi. Uh, um, <clears throat> but overall, we threw it well. Just uh, the results at the end of the day, uh, we just didn't get them. Um, unfortunate seventh and um, another tough one. How did you feel going out for the seventh there? Fine. I, I, I was thinking past the seven. I was thinking deeper. I was thinking, I'm not sure how many pitches I had at the time. We had Miggy le leading off, uh, then Scope after um, after him. Um, made some good pitches to Miggy in that seventh, and then uh, he put a, uh, a soft line drive in right, and then uh, and then Scope made me work 3-2, and then um, I had to come to him, and a uh, good veteran hitter uh, barreled it up. And um, that was my day. But going, I, I wouldn't have enjoyed the idea of me coming out of that game after after six. Um, I'm not sure if that was what you're asking. Just I just was asking. Yeah. Yeah. Felt felt really good, and I was uh, hoping to go seven plus. What what was kind of working for you pitch wise on the mound? I, I saw your sweeper in, in fastball was really moving today. Yeah. Um, yeah, def we definitely uh, relied on the four seam and uh, uh, sweeper um, a lot tonight. Uh, mixed in a few more changeups than normal, but uh, we yeah, uh, a high percentage was definitely four seam and sweeper. Uh, that scope at bat, do you, you look back in hindsight at any pitch there, or is it just a matter of him making you work? I haven't looked back at it, but uh, uh, there wasn't. Any there weren't any like borderline pitches that were that could have gone either way. Uh, uh, the the three balls that I made earlier in the game, I, I got him to check swing and swing through a couple of fastballs up. So I went there twice, went sinker down and in once. Uh, just not competitive enough um, uh, to avoid that three-two count. And then I had to come to him. Um, but uh, hats off to to him um, for putting together a good at bat. So. Thanks again to Bally Sports Kansas City for the audio. Jordan Lyles at 83 pitches after six innings. Had the six, seven, eight, nine hitters do up in the seventh. Of course you run him back out there. If you've been paying attention at all this season, of course you run him back out there. I, I, I don't know how there's even a debate. You don't have an off day until Monday. If he's not giving you innings, who is? Now, I had no issue with Q sending Jordan Lyles back out there. And like he said, Miguel Cabrera, a career hit number 3,118, a soft liner to right field, and then Jonathan Scope rips the seventh offering that he sees to left center field for a double. Uh, Cabrera's 100 years old, so he barely makes it to third. So second and third, nobody out. That's when Taylor Clark comes in. Clark gives up a booty knock bloop into left field to Taylor Rogers to score two, makes it 4-3 Kansas City. Uh, Clark then gets Zach Short to pop out to Michael Garcia. He walks the leadoff hitter, Jake McKinstry, gets ahead of him 0-2. 
the one-two offering should have been strike three. Instead, Will Little calls it ball two. A few pitches later, he's walked. Now, I should admit, and if you're watching, you know, Will Little gave Taylor Clark a makeup call a few pitches later. A 2-2 offering to Spencer Torkelson was down, but he calls it strike three. I, I guess you could say that's a makeup call. I wouldn't want to hear it if I'm Taylor Clark um, because five pitches later, uh, Clark throws an awful changeup, center of the plate to Kerry Carpenter, and he didn't miss it. A three-run blast inside the right field foul pole. That's your ball game, 6-4. Tigers win. 913-586-7610. That's the phone number. That's also the Jay's Southland Tow Service text line. Thanks to Jay's Southland Tow Service for also presenting my game notes. Game notes tonight highlighted by Nick Prado who has reached base safely in 19 of his last 20 games. Prado tonight played in the 45th game since being recalled at the end of April. In those 45 games, he's hitting 290 with an OPS of 820. Let's go to the text line. Uh, this one from our buddy Scott in Phoenix. Nice to hear from you, Scott. He writes, Vern, this is another winnable game that got away. No fault of Jordan Lyles, who absolutely deserved his first win. This time, the bullpen choked it away. This is torturous for us, the fan base, but it really must be sapping the life out of these young hitters who, yes, maybe could have tacked on a few more runs. But Lyles actually had a quality start, so they shouldn't have had to. I have to accept that this is a historically bad baseball team, and I guess... We just need to get the season over with before assessing what needs to be done with management, front office, and whatnot going forward. Vern, should any one of them survive a 120-loss season? To be determined, signed Scott and Phoenix. Um, yeah, that's an interesting question because if you, if you clean house right you change over the coaching staff in the front office that to me reflects an organization even more in disarray than I thought because that means the past few promotions and hirings you've made you really haven't made them with conviction so that would worry me Scott and listening to what Mike Sweeney said after the game, he was on with Joel Goldberg on Bally Sports Kansas City. He was talking about the looks on the faces of the young Royals inside the dugout after the 27th out was made, Samad Taylor grounding out to first. So, yeah, the, I'm sure you don't want to hear this, but most of these unproven position players that I talk about, they're good young men. They want to win. They love the game. They love their teammates. I believe a large majority of them want to win for the guy next to them more than they want to win for themselves. And instead of playing team baseball, they're trying to do it themselves. And it backfires. Scott, nice to hear from you. Appreciate you reaching out. From the 816, Vern, not only do none of the new guys want to play well and earn a spot, but the players that were at least doing well early in the season have no intention of being traded because all their value has gone in the tank. I don't, I don't know how true that is. Who had value? Okay, Vinny Pasquantino, no doubt, but he's hurt. Aroldis Chapman's still very valuable. So is Scott Barlow. So is Taylor Clark. So is Carlos Hernandez. Who else was, you know, Nick Prado's valuable. Michael Garcia's valuable. I don't know who you're talking about. No, Bobby's only becoming more valuable. I gave you his numbers. Lyles, Granke, Singer, Lynch is more valuable now that he's come back. He's showing you innings. He's recording outs. Going to need a follow-up text from that one. Uh, Stefan writes in from the 816. Um, Vern, is it just me or does Saturday's heroics suddenly feel like a long, long time ago? Baseball and I suppose life 
certainly has a way of humbling us and snapping us back to earth, signed Stefan. Yeah, yeah, you, you said it well, buddy. And I'm on the air yesterday after the Royals' 5-2 loss to the Angels to drop that series. I'm on the air, hey, whatever. You know, Tani hit a home run, Trout hit a home run, but I'm still on a high from Saturday's win. Yeah, that high is worn off. I am clear and sober. There is no hangover. There is no still on a high from Saturday. That feels like a very long time ago, Stefan. One more from the text line from the 816. Vern, my biggest problem right now is it doesn't seem like there's much hope. The farm system is one of the worst in the league, and am I also right that you can't qualify for the lottery three years in a row, which could mean terrible play without top prospects coming soon? Uh, yeah, with like 85% certainty, you're right. Yeah, you, you can't be in the lottery three years in a row, but there's still that 15% of doubt in my mind right now. Uh, but this is only year one of this system. Well, I guess year two. So you know, last year they were bad. They're bad again this year. Maybe they're bad again the year after that. So there's your three years. And they better be outside of the bottom seven, eight teams in Major League Baseball by 2025, but oh my God, as I say it out loud. Yeah, you're right. No, you, you should be worried. Doesn't seem like there's much hope. Man, I'd love to fight you. I'd love to push back on that assertion, but I cannot. The only way things get better, I'll say it again, is if Brady Singer reverts to his 2022 self, and if Daniel Lynch can do the same. Well, return to Brady Singer's 2022 form, not his own. Daniel Lynch is on the hill tomorrow. He squares off with Michael Lorenzen, game two of this three-game series against the Detroit Tigers from Motown. First pitch is at 540. I'll be on the air with the on-deck show beginning at 430. Carrington Harrison made you some money tonight on the double play, and he has demanded... In Encore, he'll be back tomorrow. All of a sudden, CDOT's making you some real money on the double play. All right, I'll talk to you at 4.30. Chris Unocero, thank you very much for the help. Royals lose 6-4. Enjoy your Monday. You've been listening to Vern's Post Game Show. Diving is MJ Melendez. Did he make that catch? He did! Check out the All Things Vern channel on 610sports.com and the Odyssey app to stay up to date with your boys in blue. And a swing and a miss. He struck him out with a fastball. Seven strikeout for Daniel Lynch. On your home of the Royals, 610 Sports Radio. We now take you back to regularly scheduled programming. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.